Hi listeners, welcome to episode three of Teb Talks. Huge thanks to all of you who've taken the time to listen thus far. This week I get together with my good friends Colette and Roisin to talk about what it means to be woke. We cover everything from being woke about politics, music, race and LGBT rights. Oh and I would definitely stay tuned to the end to hear Colette's hilarious being woke story. Happy listening guys. Yeah, it was all to do with sort of everything I was going through with my dad Mm. and I just felt like everything that I'd worked for or had loved was leaving me, but not in a really nice clean cut sort of way. It was very slow and painful. Mm. Um, And I I was terrible. I had awful anxiety and I'd sort of go through these bouts of like terrible anxiety and then just fall into like a really, really deep depression. Um... And one of the things that made that really hard is I felt like I I didn't know how to meet people anymore, which I know sounds stupid because everyone always says, I'm so sociable. I'm like, I know I'm sociable, Mm, but I didn't know. Ten times as many friends as me. (laughs) (laughs) We're pretty awesome. But I didn't know how to, to like, physically, how do grown-up adults meet new people? Yeah. Oh, it's... When you hit 30, I think it's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah, but you're not also not looking to because you meet people and you're like, they're nice, but they're not... They're like, they're 9 out of 10, so they don't cut it. Yeah. Like, like I literally have only have time for 10 out of 10s. But I, like, I'm obsessed with my new physio. Okay. And um, she's just a really cool woman. Mm-hmm. And I feel... <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like she wants to be my friend too, so we're, like, prolonging the physio appointments that I go to. It's now oh, spaced out to fortnight. Does she want you to keep giving her money? <laughs> No, but I don't pay it, so my insurance... Okay, you're definitely a lesbian. Okay, your insurance company. But I'm just like, how do you ask a grown adult woman to be your friend and then think that you're not some kind of creep or that you're hitting on them? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's really weird, yeah. Like, we met this girl at football um, about two years ago, and I was like... I came home one night because I'd, I'd, I'd met her without Colette and I was like, there's this girl and Rochelle I'm talking about the door. Um, I was like, she's just lovely. She And like, you know when you're like, I want you to be my friend. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you're really nice. But yeah, how do you sort of strike up that? Because also, I think it's different because she's gay and I'm gay. So if I was like, do you want to go for a drink? It would have be, been wrong. Yeah. You know, well, it wouldn't have been wrong. It would have been cheating. So that would have been wrong. She can have a drink. Would you? Yeah, of course. Get out. No, but as in, like, if I was going out and I met this guy and I had a boyfriend and I was like, do you want to go for a drink with me? He'd lose his nuts. I think this is the thing, this is the blurred line, isn't it? Not the blurred line, but because... Also, I'm saying that, but that's because I know Rochelle now and I like, like, I know that yeah. friendship and I know what she's like and I know what you're like, but well, obviously I know what you're like. If it was, yeah, maybe it would have been a bit weird in another context. Can I just briefly come back to the fact that you were saying that anxiety and depression... Yeah, so I had, and I partly I think after sort of what I've been going through over the, what I've since learned over the past two years, is largely to do with my lack of sleep, Mm. not taking care of myself. Yeah. And the stress that I felt, the predominant way of me fueling my body was pure alcohol. Mm -hmm. And that just built up this, this monster inside me. But anxiety is like the warning sign, don't you find? Yeah, and that's why I'm, I'm lucky I like, knew that in quarter early. On. Something's wrong with my body, something's wrong with my mind, and I need to address it. And I think it, one thing that always winds me up is when people are like, oh, 
God, I suffer from really bad anxiety. I'm like, do you though? Because when you have real fucking anxiety, mm. it is not a fun time. And actually there's a, a podcaster and writer, Daisy Buchanan, who I am fucking obsessed with. Um, and she was actually at a talk that I went to recently at Frame and for Mental Health Awareness Week. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was on the panel and she suffers, um, seems quite severely with um, anxiety. And by the sounds of things, it sounds like, she, I mean, she wasn't explicit, but it sounds like she did have some bout of depression. But her anxiety to me is, um, in, in, not in a disrespectful way, but I was always afraid of knowing that I could become. Because I, yeah. I think I've grown up um, being very aware of what mental illnesses and even though like now it's talked about my family have always just been very aware of it and um, so it's not been something that's not been discussed and I just know how it can once once you're in that first stage of the three different types of mental illness at the beginning which is where most of society are when they have poor mental health in that first bracket I think it's the neurotic conditions it's those that you can control or you can get under control. And it's when it's gone past and it gets into one of the two, which I think are, I want to say psychotic or I can't, I can't, I think it might be psychotic, but one of the other two, that's when it becomes life crippling or debilitating because it affects your ability mm. to function as a human being. And I think everyone must dip into elements of that, but it's recognizing it quickly enough. And machine is really good at recognizing it. I do. When you're a bit like angsty or like stressed, you're pretty yeah, good. No, that's true actually. In that you are, but I think it's because Roisin is a very pensive and um, observant person. I don't really know what pensive means. <laughs> <laughs> pensive is somebody that really thinks on things and ponders. So you have that, which is a beautiful quality, but you're very observant. So to be able to have the two, I mean, it probably drives you fucking inside in your own mind. But to be able yeah. to have the two is a real powerful strength I think I think yeah I I think I do struggle sometimes with mental health I suppose but then you're like oh it's not really mental health it's my period but actually probably (laughs) it is no you know it probably is mental health isn't it you know that you say it's not but Realistically, yeah, yeah. it is, and it's and it's things like self esteem and but that stress. is mental health. I know, I yeah. know, absolutely. But it, you know, I didn't. It it takes a long time to realise that, and I think sometimes you can only. But although we we are not taught about mental health, no, you know, no. now in my it's coming on the curriculum, and I think actually that is a really nice segue into um, what this podcast actually about today, which is yeah. I woke up like this. I woke Sorry. up like this. <laughs> I don't think I know the song. What? I recognise the words. Are you joking? What? You don't. Do you what? not, you not recognise that song? I woke up like this. No. <laughs> no, still not going. What? Beyonce's flawless. Oh, you know. <laughs> if I woke up like this. Okay, wrong audience, guys. Okay. Was it on that album that you could only get if you. No, that was Lemonade. You must know Flawless. I'm going to find it and play it, which I probably Mm. can't because it's not going to be able to be licensed on my podcast. I don't recognise it at all. I really feel like it's yours delivery. I do a bit. (laughs) No (laughs) offence, but... So, um, Beyonce's song Flawless from her... Not this album she's done recently, Lemonade, but her previous album. Okay. She's Do we have to check her? Do we have to fucking go to check that shit? (laughs) Of all the people, probably not Miss Lansing. No, it's all right. Um, Yeah, it's it's actually quite a famous line from a song. 
Okay, mm. and my songy, singing did do it justice, but all right. Um, see, I just wanted to talk about Woke because I feel like I've had a really incredible three weeks with lots of people from my past. Um, we were actually away at a wedding this weekend with mm-hmm. everybody that we went to school with, which was... And me. <laughs> <laughs> and the sherry on top, me. <laughs> uh, which was a really interesting experience. And Hashtag Carla Mitchell, find it on Insta. <laughs> <laughs> Add any photos, because at the moment it's all out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm telling you, 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 I'm Um, and there was this guy (laughs) at the wedding who we were really good friends with we were in sixth form and he's you know to me he's a normal normal average guy um and i'd never realize how woke he was yes i know exactly you know who i mean don't you and and we were talking about brexit and i love that about him yeah he is i mean the only way i can describe him is he literally shot out of the womb speaking politics. Right. Um, and I think when people talk about politics, <laughs> when he... I think I might need a definition of woke as well at some point. <laughs> so actually, I've got one for you here. Please so according to, according to He's the, so woke, we said. <laughs> what? Shot out of the womb. Right. Woke. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> like woke. Sure. Maybe with the definition. <laughs> so, woke. Man. <laughs> it's not, is it? So, woke, <laughs> obviously, is the, um, is it there? Oh, Rihanna's got a song. Woke, 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 Alright, I can't <laughs> sing. We've figured that out. Um, oh. So, according to the Urban Dictionary... Oh, no, quality, yeah. Don't go Oxford, right? Okay, so the Oxford one (laughs) is the past tense of wake, but I think we all know that. Oh, street slang. So now I'm going to the street slang version. Oh, right, no, okay. So now the Urban Dictionary says that woke, and this this is me, um, there was actually two predominant definitions. There was one that was the African-American vernacular English, which refers to a perceived awakeness of issues concerning social justice and racial injustice. Um, and the other was um, the same, but just without the African-American vernacular. I like the word perceived. Yeah, and I think that's why that's why I wanted to have this chat, because it's all about perception. But also it's about actively being... I don't think, I don't think you're woke by just walking through life. I think you actively have to find out. And even if that's scrolling through your newsfeed... So it's like an anti-ignorance. It's like an awakening of what's going on in society and I think it's just so prevalent to especially right now here in in London in the UK with what's going on with the um uh, forthcoming election it's just taking responsibility or having that enlightening light bulb moment for society social injustice racial injustice and just being present I think we grew up basically not it wasn't cool to be political in any way which is why I've always thought my older sister is just the most uncool person in the world is that right? I don't know if I feel that. Was that because you guys were in London? So surely it was. I would have imagined it was I, so politicised. I didn't feel that. I, well, although having said, no, I'm I'm hearing it out now. Actually, like generally now, this is a generation who are 
somewhat disengaged. But I don't think that's because we don't no, want to be political. I think that we're just given up hope in it. Yeah, but I think the generation that's underneath us, they are woke. They are in Scotland. <laughs> they are. It, it's disheartening to hear, you know, that the statistics that forty percent of young people didn't vote in the last or for the for Brexit. Referendum. I blame Russell. Brown. But I understand that, <laughs> and I think that actually, as awful as Brexit is to some people, and me personally, um, at the same time, the good that's come out of that is that, like, the youth got woke. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, to me, that is a positive thing. And for me, just using the word woke is... I'd always associated it quite negatively. I'd always associated it as, like, some... um, You always see it, like... As a black person, it's like somebody would say, oh, now she's woke. Like, all of a sudden, now she gives a shit about being black. And I've always felt like... I am black. And I give a shit about, you know, obviously with this came, there's actually a really good um, documentary by Jesse Williams called Stay Woke, The Black Lives Matter, which came out last summer, like last, the end of last spring, around May last okay. year. Um, Jesse Williams, who's also dreamy AF. He's, um... How old is she? He, it's a man. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking in. <laughs> the party um, threw me out. <laughs> um... Yeah, he is in... Did you watch Grey's Anatomy? Oh, I did. The one with the baby blue eyes. The mixed race guy. Avery. Dr. Avery. Oh, no. I mean, I watched, like, the first five series. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I didn't watch much. I just watched it for about (laughs) six years. (laughs) I literally binged on it. He was it near the beginning. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's now, like, quite a big um, African-American social political activist. So he's, um, he's mixed-raced. I shouldn't say that, I don't know for a fact. I mean, he looks mixed-raced because he's pale, but he could quite be black, so I just want to take that back. Um, but yeah, he um, executive produced this documentary um, for Black Lives Matter, and I think it was the first time I'd ever seen in the media the, use, the word woke being used mm. positively. Oh, really? Like, as in stay woke, as in it's a good thing. As opposed to it being oh. used, I'd always heard it as like a derogatory term for putting down somebody that was trying to do something see i only heard mm. it when the when i when it was the women's march you know when yes. trump um got in and there was the women's march women's march there was lots of um you know banners i wake up like this stuff like that so um, i've heard the song so well <laughs> now i've seen the banner um but yeah, I, that's when I first sort of understood the term. I mean, I feel probably. like a right weapon because I'm hearing it now. <laughs> really? Genuinely. I honestly woke. Being never, woke. I mean, they you can talk say about it in the, um, the I'm guilty an idiot. Feminist. Clearly, I'm an idiot. They talk about it in the guilty feminist. I think it is quite a young person's phrase. Which is okay. Quite okay. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, it's, okay. It's not a young person's phrase. It's a new. But I, it's, I understand the concept. Yeah. I like it. It's like being actively aware of, and I think you, of course, are woke for Black Lives Matter. Of course, I am as well. But you know, you are. Certain things interest you more. Yeah, as a yeah. gay person, right now I think I'm very interested in sort of trans rights. And things yeah, like that. so 
That's another reason but why I was so I was so but yeah, mm-hmm. woke and but I was thinking about mm-hmm. being woke if you're like, you know, I I wanna I'm, I'm Brexit. Just because it's not our opinion. Or I'm a young white straight man. How is that guy getting woke? I mean, you could just be getting woke by like becoming wiser and more engaged about you know what's happening politically in his local area or on the wider scale in society. Actually, on your um, though, because it is very sorry, it is very subjective, isn't it? Because he might to us, if they're being wiser, we're very potentially. I mean, I mean, I'm just calling it like left, but it. But I think it's just being aware. It is an awareness, and that's actually some of the definitions do talk about awareness. Okay. And actually, there's a guy on um, Twitter that I've recently started following, Jordan Daly, Jordan, D-A-L-Y underscore, um, who wrote a really good article for the Huffington Post. Mm -hmm. Um, And he also is the co-founder of Thai Campaign, which is Time for Inclusive Education. So it's a campaign for LGBT inclusive education in Scottish schools. Which is how, yeah, so, um, and actually if you Google his article, it's really interesting because his perception, and this is for me, like my perception of woke was all about being black. Mm. And as I went and researched... Because that's where you're hearing that term, I guess, yeah, in those conversations. Yeah. yeah, I would never use it in any other context. Oh, really? No. See, I, I, I suppose I don't link it to anything, but it was, it was feminism, really, that... Yeah. Because I'm quite a staunch feminist, that's where I first... So did you struggle to be friends with me then? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so okay. yeah. So as I researched woke and what it meant, I realised that it it means different things for different people. Yeah. Absolutely. And originally, my I mean for Colette, it's the uh, past tense of waking. <laughs> I literally thought we were talking about waking up. <laughs> and I've got some great stories about that. Jordan, he talks about like Lady Gaga and her song Born This Way and how it's like a movement of how it was like probably like when music, music now is real woke. To, music is woke. That's such a, I sound like an absolute knob when I say that. Like, music no is real woke. Um, but there's a real like buzz around um, sort of pop stars and their ability to have this platform and this voice um, and their songs that they're bringing out nowadays have actually got a lot deeper meaning and one of them was one that I'm obsessed with Katy Perry changed the rhythm mm-hmm. yeah how is do you need to do some research <laughs> Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? 
Go stream something new on Hulu. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so she's a big one. And obviously, like, so for me, the only sort of woke singer I'd ever thought of was Beyonce with her album Lemonade and Formation. Yeah, I get that. So then... No, I do get that. No, I feel that. So, like, to see that after and, like, research it and see Mm. that actually... Gaga's well LGBT. Exactly, and she's probably one of the like biggest. But even if you go back, like to, and he mentioned in his article, like Pink. There's a reason why I'm obsessed with Pink, and always was because she didn't just sing songs about like snogging boys behind the bike shed. Dear Mr. President. Exactly. Got it in one. Which was about. Just so woke. Feminism or something. (laughs) Um, So yes, there there is really like so many dimensions to this expression to be woke or woke the term and I just see it as a really positive thing and I want other people to see it as a positive thing oh, I think yeah, there's a lot of absolutely. negative I was... connotations to that expression yeah, and it's used and much used in a way that any slang word it starts off with its literal meaning and it becomes something that's so offensive and hurtful and but in for in I feel like the sometimes this is probably quite scathing but the younger generation, and this is my own experience, it was it's cool to be stupid. Yeah. And it's yeah. Cool, like no offense to Tawi, but no you know, I feel like if any of them started having an opinion or, you know, a view, it would be Talking about no the real world. Would, yeah. Yeah, like no one would listen to it, be like, Oh, they're a bit you know, like the term feminazi, shocking, but you know, people who are feminists who have that view, they're just it's it's criticized instantly yeah. by some people. And I don't think it's just young people, but I do think, certainly, at growing up, I remember my friend saying to me that, you know, stupidness is celebrated. Oh, of course it is. I mean, stupidness sells money. It really does, which is why I think... And that's so frustrating. Me and my group of friends, like us lot, growing up, I feel like so many of us dumbed ourselves down when we were around boys or around other people. to conform. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You're trained from a young age to... To have to have an almost a narrow mind, yeah. not an open mind. Which is why I've always felt like a bit of an outcast because, and probably one of the main reasons for me doing this podcast is sometimes I feel so alone in my desire to want to know everything and be everything and question everything and not find people that are like me. Hmm. Do you I know what I mean? I don't ever remember a time when I was at school that we talked about politics. But I think, I don't know if that's age or if it was the time, but I think all of us had the, I, I definitely had the want to learn and like to, to know as much as I could. So I desperately didn't want to be the person who didn't know what woke was, you know? <laughs> and I feel like we've definitely yeah, come a long way on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was it the 90s? No, I do think I do think the nineties had a lot to do with it. Sorry, (laughs) all the eighties had a lot to do with it. But I think also you're you're it's you're your own world, aren't you? You know, in the nineties, massive things were happening. Tony Blair, you know, the yeah, yeah. And I remember that so vividly. But I certainly wasn't going into school chatting to you about it. (laughs) You know, we were Um, like, oh, bloody hell! Colette's just uh, topping up my prosecco. No, 
thanks for the top up. You're just self obsessed, aren't you? And I think that's the difference. We don't we don't give young people enough credit, and I've been absolutely scathing about them in the last five minutes. However, I am aware that it, what it's like to be a young person. You just think about the way you look and and whatever other people think of you. And you're See, I'm going to flip that on its head a little bit and give younger people some credit because I still think I'm young, by the way. Oh no. Um, okay. And no, no, just saying. Mm. And I think that it's the generation underneath us that's coming through that are so instrumental and powerful in moving through this new political revolution. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think it's us. I think we were the last of our parents' generation and we sort of have seen both sides of the spectrum and what, what younger people or the youth, the youth, the youth, today are doing is being more vocal being more socially active like and it is i mean so Jordan Day, do you know what i mean exactly it, so it really it really is i'm just sort of i'm being voiced for the person that i was really which wasn't a very good advocate for um being politicized at a young age i wish i was but really if i think about when i was sort of 15 i don't you know probably my I was thinking about Mark Morrison or something. <laughs> I sure. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, now I feel like I'm extremely woke. I'm alert. Yeah, I think you're one of the most um, socially active and racially aware friends I have. I say that racially aware, that's probably my bias as well. Racially aware because pretty much all of my friends are white. Um mm. And it's really funny. I sometimes feel like when I say things, it's like they then remember that I'm black. And that's as much me as it is them. Yeah. But you've always... You and um, our friend Michael, who we haven't seen for years and years and years, are probably, out of all my friends, all 30 of them, very specific number, <laughs> um, are the two that I would say have always been those two things. Oh, that's nice to hear. Yeah. I mean, I your necklace you're... fucking says it all, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the Tories. Yeah. Written like a Carrie Bradshaw necklace. <laughs> I don't see anybody who's younger than me voting Tory. I, just, I do. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. So the only reason why I would... And by the is... way, that doesn't mean that I'm voting Tory yeah. <laughs> as a measure. I just feel like anybody who's young... But the only reason why Tory. I would is they're finally shining a light on um, dementia tax. And that's personal. And I'm smart enough and in the system enough to read between the lines. But if I had been going through what I am going through and I'd finally seen a political party give a shit about something that's taken my house away, destroyed my family, destroyed my career, that is enough to turn me. But the way that it's being communicated in the press... It's very much a negative thing about what the Tories are doing. It is a negative thing, but if, if you actually inside, know... you know it. Yeah. How many people is that? True. Me and the other ten of us that have lived without science. So, sorry, are the Tories mm. doing a good thing with dementia? I mean, they're not the dementia tax. Well, yes and no. Yeah. They're shining a light on what, where it, the current condition. Yeah, which is... And to me, that's you're a good pleased, thing. You're pleased yeah. that awareness is being whether, whether they recognise yeah. it. Yeah. To me, yeah. what they've actually proposed is pretty much what's already in existence, which is still going to fuck people over. Um, so, so it seems like a negative thing. Yeah, so, no, but I mean, but to, to have anybody talk about it, 
Mm. It's huge. And a labour... Like, it's like, how I feel about that is how it was when people fight, like Bob Geldof talking about AIDS. Like, to me, it is huge. Mm, Yeah. Because it's only that that's going to be the catalyst to get something done about it. It won't be them, but for them to... I mean, look at what Kate Winslet... Kate Kate Winslet. (laughs) Kate Middleton and... um, What's she doing for floating doors? (laughs) (laughs) What's she doing for questionably gay white actors? (laughs) Die, bitch. (laughs) Jack. There's plenty of room for ten on that tail toy. (laughs) Off you go. (laughs) Is it cold? I don't know. (laughs) Booze. And then Kate Middleton and her hubby, the prince. Um... Just what they've done to raise awareness for mental health. Yes. In the space of one month, yeah. I mean, a public announcement I is am... on every mm. employer's curriculum, it is on every like school's curriculum. Yeah. Actually, okay. every, man- every manifesto, I think, mentions mental health, but not necessarily dementia. Yes. Yeah. And to me, I am on a one-woman campaign to just get people to talk about it, and mm. then things yeah. will happen. Yeah. That's all we need. Yeah. Um, me and my dad rode coast to coast for Alzheimer's research and I was like we were trying to choose a charity and I was like why Alzheimer's dad and he was like just nothing shits me up more than the fear of that <laughs> um, I was like okay yeah that seems like a good idea yeah no I'm, I'm, I'm really really hopeful and positive that things are moving in the right direction and that is I know that sounds pathetic a pathetic reason to vote for the Tories but it was enough to move me and I wouldn't, I mean, just want to caveat that with the fact that I'm absolutely not going to, but that is how I could mm. see how, just like I can see young people voting for Lib Dems, yeah, you yeah. know, the way that they're really going for the youth in terms of the like student loan and all that sort of stuff, getting on the property ladder. Yeah. Legalizing yes. marijuana. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of things that speak to youth in there. Uh, I think the youth, like Jeremy Corbyn which um, is great. Do you think they do? Yeah, I do. Yeah, they do. I don't don't think... They do. It's not enough, though. And that's why I think that they aren't woke, actually, because I think if you spoke to somebody who was in their early 20s, late teens, about politics, I think a lot of them would know some things and they'd be engaged. I want to think they were. I think if you went to, like, a hipster-fripping commune like Hackney, they'll know shit. Surely they're going to know stuff. But they're not actually doing enough about it. Yeah. But, uh, but to me, I think... They're not voting. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? I, d- I sort of, you know, I of course have my own agenda. I would like a certain party to win. But I would... If someone didn't vote, I would find that so frustrating. I've I not voted in the past, though. Vote. I've not voted... Because I couldn't be bothered. No, that... that oh, get out of my house. I, I, I Game would, over. I would never do that now, but I... That's why I under, I can relate to the youth. Yeah, it's, that's how you You need something to trigger. There was nothing in my life that but compelled what, me to right. get off my sofa or away from the student union Politically to go and pay to not to, I think, is one thing. Like, can't be asked. No, and else. I know a lot of people, like oh, business owners. So I know a lot of really successful yeah. people that, when it came to Brexit, still didn't go out and vote. When fifty yeah. percent of their workforce were Europeans, People they didn't go out to vote. People can't associate politics with their everyday life, and yet it's everything. It's everything. Which is why I think woke is such a powerful and great word. Yeah, it's... you want everyone to be woke, don't you? you yeah. Want, what I you want, want is a T-shirt cool. that has woke cool. on the front. Babe, yeah. I know that. I'm gonna get you one. I'm gonna get I'm you down. a T-shirt that has woke on it, and then it. you can be like, "I woke up like this." <laughs> what does it have? Who sang that? 
Van Morrison. Machine's <laughs> Brummie accent. Down now. <laughs> I'm not um, for me, it's weird. Yeah, I, I think that we've given the under the young, under 24s a horrific time here. I, I don't think we have, and I love them, and we want them I to continue listening to this podcast. Incredible, incredible <laughs> things. And I've, I've, I've heard some individuals, you know, live, change their own rooms, um, d- do lots of great political stuff, but I... It's, I, oh, I want yeah, to, rooms, 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 rooms of our own. Yeah, rooms of our own. I'm, I'm really interested. What's rooms of our own? So rooms of our own. Oh, Sorry, brilliant. so we went to see this other podcast called The Guilty Feminists. Oh yeah, yeah, I really want to go see them. They're amazing. It's incredible. Really yeah. And um, they had this guest on called Liv, and she was maybe maybe 15. sixteen. Yeah, fifteen. Fifteen or sixteen, and she um, was in a school in I think Northern Ireland, who were made up of houses, you know, um, and. They were talking about which um, famous people to name their houses after, and I think there were maybe six houses, and they were talking about naming five houses after men and just one after a woman. And she was saying to them, you know, I think we should try and even it out a bit. Yeah. yeah. Or actually, I think they were saying no women. I'm not sure, but it, it was, was yeah. Yeah, definitely it wasn't was, balanced. No, I need to listen to this then. Oh, and she was incredible. And honestly, it nearly brought me to tears that someone so young was so woke. She got so much shit for it at school. She got so much shit yeah. for it. And actually, the other day, this is why I brought up the term feminazi. I she was so she's had she did a um, a petition and she got lots of people to sign it. And her school, I think rethought it I don't yeah, know how yeah. successful eventually she yeah but recently she posted and she was um she like she keeps very quiet but she said um, is she on twitter it was yeah she's on twitter what's her name um well the, the charity's rooms of our own it's rooms of our own okay the, the Org. rooms of our own but she changed that it's copied and pasted this snapchat list that was going around her school and it was like things like oh ugliest girl of the year um Pengus girl of the year. Oh god! Um, biggest tits of the year, stuff like that. And one of them was biggest feminazi of the year, and she was like, "Obviously, I got this." You know, two fingers up, give a shit kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I, you know, that's 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 another hard thing, isn't it? And when you see yeah. I, like another young girl I know or I've seen on TV was doing a page three, you know, an anti page three campaign. And I was just watching it and it was horrible because she did a sixth form debate and honestly she had about two people on her side and everyone else was like, oh, what's your problem with it? You know, but that's so why brave. I feel like it's, it's so, so I feel so, so brave, proud yeah. of the youth of today. Because I remember yeah. being, when I was at school, um, you may not believe this listeners, but I was a little bit bolshy. And um, I remember the boys always used to call me feminist just because it's a derogatory term yeah yeah um bitch and feminist were probably the two most popular how inaccurate they were <laughs> <laughs> i mean the feminist part. i'm focusing <laughs> on the um, also bitches. so um terrible. yeah so um so for me it was I, I really get moved when i see the shift in the word and i see it being used positively and i don't really care how it's being used poverty but just positively but the fact that it is is enough for me yeah it's a long way to go for a feminist, I think. Bitch is very positive. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the up and up. I don't know how I feel about the other term. Um, yeah, I can't believe yeah. I didn't know what woke was. Neither can I. 
So, so just to wrap up, Colette, <laughs> what did you actually think woke men? I thought it was going to be... No, it wasn't that. I just thought it was going to be like silly times you've been working up or something. <laughs> or like, oh, I, I woke up like this. I just looked incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Which has never happened to me, obviously. What, um, with like a penile in the backside? <laughs> oh. Okay. You heard my story. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I was like, well, I've got a funny story. Because I was at this party once at this big house, um, like my friend's house, when I first moved to London. And it was a big, it was like the party house. There was like maybe like six bedrooms or whatever. And everyone just went there to get ruined. And um, I'd flaked out early at this party because I just was not. Shock horror. I can go one or two ways. And it's either early doors (laughs) or it's last person standing. It was an early doors call. So I got into like my friend Paul's bed and um, fell asleep, maybe at like one or something. And um, I'm like, trying to make myself seem cool, it's like 10. And um, I woke up and uh, I woke up because I looked up, well, I felt wetness. Um, oh not in a sexy way, Tim. And uh, there was a guy who was fully naked on all fours urinating on me. <laughs> and I'd met him earlier in the night. He seemed like a really sweet guy. Um, it was a bit harrowing, but then I realised what was going on. And um, it turns out he was, well, it took me a minute, but I was like, this doesn't seem normal. Don't remember inviting him in here. And he was asleep. He was fully asleep. His like, eyes were like in the back of his head, holding his stick, peeing on me. And I was like, ow! So I sort of like crept out from where he was peeing on me. He carried on just peeing in the spot that I was. And I was like, um, I won't say his name in case he listens. I was like clapping and like saying his name. I was like, Bob, Bob, you're pissing. And he was like, uh, I can't. Uh, uh, stop. Uh, and he sort of like backed off the bed. And then uh, he sort of like walked around and uh, struggled over to the corner of the room, picked up all of his clothes and then he put them onto the bed and like <laughs> tucked them up. And then he carried on being onto his clothes. <laughs> And I was like, oh, no, it's not, it's not a sex thing. Uh, he's fully asleep. And I just went downstairs and was like, Bob's upstairs pissing on me. <laughs> and I was like, what? Oh, that's what I was going to bring to the woke podcast. <laughs> Didn't work out for me. Well, I think you just did. <laughs> um, oh, Bob. <laughs> Bob. Stay in touch. Thanks for all your glory. <laughs> um, thanks for listening, guys. Um, on that rather... Um, liquid turn we just took um i look forward to having having a chat with you again in a fortnight thanks guys bye